I'm Caitlin Bloom, and welcome to Talk Therapy to Me, where we learn to practice self-awareness and self-care and meet our individual needs. No couch required. Hey y'all, welcome back to Talk Therapy to Me with your host, Caitlin. Today, I wanted to address something a friend of mine asked me about a while ago. Basically, how do you know if you even need therapy And also, how do you know when a therapist is working for you or not? Like, are y'all vibing? So let's dig into that. There are many things to keep in mind when we address whether or not we would find therapy helpful. As mentioned in a previous episode, it's important to look at yourself, look at all of these different parts, see how they're working together or if they're not, and The wellness model is looking at all of these parts that I'll be talking about, four of them specifically, like physical, which is physiological, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And I think about it like a pie. If you take one piece out of that pie, they're not working together. They're not connected. So what you really want is all of those pieces working together to your best benefit so you can function to the best of your ability. And it also helps you consider the mind-body connection, which as I said, is kind of the link between your thoughts, feelings, behavior, physical symptoms, all of that together. So let's break that down a little bit. As I mentioned, physiological means having to do with your physical body. So Think about if you have any aches, pains, tension in your shoulder, back. Maybe you have headaches a lot. Maybe you even have stomach ulcers or other health issues that physically affect you. Something to keep in mind is that the body stores trauma and stress. And we'll talk about this a lot more later. And when you don't release all of those feelings and process, heal, all of that's happened to you and things you're thinking about, that trauma, that stress will result in like a lot of ailments, a lot of issues that wreak havoc on your body. So it's really important to find a way to release those things. The mental part of you deals with how you think and behave. So determines your thought process, cognitive stuff, like what's going on up there in your brain, your problem solving, your coping skills, even your ability or interest to engage in intellectual pursuits, activities. I mean, think about it like, are you interested in reading? Are you interested in learning more about something, puzzles, all of those things. Are you even interested in learning new things? Do you still actively pursue hobbies that fill you up and bring you joy? And by fill you up, let's talk about that a little bit. Fill you up, consider yourself a bucket. And when it's full, it's full of water. When it's empty, it's empty. And think about when you do things for your day, similar to my energy metaphor, battery life metaphor from a previous episode. And think about this bucket as for your job, for your family, relationships, whatever realms of your life, 
that require energy, you pour out a little bit of water for. So with that, you're still pouring some stuff out for yourself and it also fills you up in the process. So if you are reading, you really enjoy reading, that gives you time to contemplate, to have your moment by yourself, then that would fill the water back up to the brim. And if you're doing things that don't fill you up and you're operating out of an empty bucket, then you're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be at capacity for sure. So it's important to think about that. Like, what is your level right now? Are you depleted? So thinking about too, like, are there even any hobbies that you enjoy anymore? Are there things that you used to enjoy that you no longer enjoy? And are you engaging meaningfully with other people, the community, the world at large? All of these things kind of go with your mental part, the mental energy that goes into living your daily life. The emotional part, I bet you guessed it, deals with how you feel. Think about how well you do or do not understand yourself. Do you need help sorting through your experiences and the emotions that come up with those? Maybe there's even relationships that have deeply affected you that cause a lot of emotions, maybe feels like a tornado inside of you. How well are you able to recognize those emotions and also embody them? With embody, I mean actually sit in and feel them. Be surprised to know that a lot of people, even if they recognize those emotions, are still not feeling them. And going to therapy can really help you with that and figure out how to connect those two. Another thing to consider with the emotion piece is acknowledging those emotions and then accepting them for what they are without dismissing them, without minimizing them. Think about like how you respond to other people when they share their emotions, when they share their reactions, responses to you and notice how you react to that and ask yourself, do I respond to myself this way? Because if you are dismissing and minimizing other people, then it makes sense why you would do that for yourself. On the flip side, if you are not dismissing and minimizing other people, and yet you are doing that for yourself, that could mean there's a disconnect there of, do I feel like my emotions, my feelings are worth feeling and expressing and dealing with? And to answer your question, they are. So understanding your emotions and why, how you respond to a certain situation or person, anything like that, can really help you develop coping skills to handle them more effectively, to handle them more appropriately so that you don't feel as depleted. Then we have spiritual wellness. This doesn't necessarily mean it's based on your religion or your faith. It's about the ability to establish peace and harmony in your life. So what does that mean? 
basically that means like, are you able to reconcile your own values with your belief system as well as the actions that follow? So basically, would it be helpful to explore that with someone? If you feel like you're wrestling with that, if you're wrestling with what you believe and what you actually follow through with, I think that's something amazing to explore with a therapist because they're not biased in that. They don't know you outside of that space. So you have that freedom to say, okay, this is what I was always taught. However, this is what I believe. And how do I connect these two? How do I pick out the pieces that I want and still feel that they are reconciled? and work together. So after considering the answers to all the questions above, consider this checklist on whether or not you think therapy would be helpful for you. One, do you feel overwhelmed? Two, has your quality of life decreased? Three, have your relationships, job, or school been negatively impacted? Do your emotions feel all over the place? Do you feel hopeless? Do you feel anxious to the point where those thoughts and feelings take up a large part of your day? And lastly, are you withdrawn or isolated from others? And yes, that may have sounded like an infomercial. However, those are really important questions to answer for yourself. To unpack that a little bit more and make them more specific, think about if you've had fights with family that's left you raw, left you reeling, Think about if you've had intrusive thoughts where you constantly check to see if you turn the stove off. Maybe you feel like you have no one to turn to or speak with and you're on an island by yourself. Therapy can be a way to explore, expound on all of these and really dig into those feelings and experiences to help you process them and to help you feel more secure on your own as a person. So now you've figured out, okay, maybe I should go to therapy. Let's try it out. The next step in all of this is the kind of therapist you should look for. With all of that, all of the information you have on, okay, here's my issues. Here's my location. Here's all of that. What am I looking for? Try a quick Google search. If it's a relationship issue, for example, Google therapists and couples counseling or therapist family counseling or even therapist anxiety, therapist grief, all of those things will show the results of people nearby you who can help. And honestly, look for ones that are a reasonable drive away. If you don't want to be seen in person, a lot of people offer telehealth options where you can talk via Zoom or some platform similar to that. And honestly, also consider looking at places that may be a town over from yours because maybe your town's too small and you feel like it would overlap with everyone you know. That's fair. We want you to feel comfortable. Sometimes places will have websites, look at those practices, look through their website, See if someone's photo like really meets your vibes. And I know that might sound weird, but it really does matter because sometimes you may prefer someone older. 
Sometimes you may prefer someone who has a certain experience and it'll list that on their profiles. It'll say like their categories, their specializations, usually sometimes quotes from them specifically to give you kind of a feel for who they are and what they kind of focus on. So, and if it feels like you wouldn't vibe with them, then don't feel bad about scrolling to look at the others. That's totally fine. And those are just meant to be for you, like I said, to get a feel, to understand, okay, who is this person in three sentences? And again, there's a lot of options out there and you can find out what works for you. Okay, so now you've gotten in the door. You thought through your issues and concerns, figured out you needed therapy, looked up your therapist, and now you're going to a session. So while you're in that session, how do you even know if y'all like work together, if y'all connect, all of that? And as I've mentioned many times, and I will continue to mention, it is essential to consider how someone makes you feel. And you want to feel seen, heard, and validated by a therapist. Those are fundamental before they even can help you with anything. If you're not clicking, if you're not connecting, if you're not relating, it's going to be really hard to get anything done and to feel like you're healing or even on a journey. So after your first session or two, it's really important to think about the following questions. One, did you feel confident that your therapist understood and cared about you? And like, did they even care about what you were saying? Did they seem engaged? Were they listening? All of that kind of stuff. Two, did their insight or guidance resonate with you? I mean, did you feel like they connected what you were saying with how you were feeling? Did they offer insight that you hadn't thought of before? Did you feel like it was helpful? Three, did you feel like you were being judged? Do you feel like someone was too critical? Or if they just, again, were judgmental to you for your situation? Four is, do you feel like you related to them? Again, this goes back to being able to connect with someone. And of course, we don't all have to have the same experiences to connect with someone. But you want to be able to feel like you're talking to a real person and not a robot. So, and the last question is, did it feel too clinical? So that kind of relates to the first question I asked about if you connected with them or not, or if they were relatable down to earth. So it's very much all about what your preferences are and how you can feel heard and seen and connected. It's important to consider all of these elements when you're looking into therapy or what kind of therapist would work for you. You can honestly even think about it like a job interview, like you're figuring out what their qualifications are and if they would be a good fit for you and your needs. So if you feel like they don't, then that's okay. Like you're not going to vibe with everyone. And I understand that that can cause a lot of anxiety, especially because you don't want to say, wow, okay, I don't like you or this isn't working for me. So I would very much encourage you to check in with yourself, 
see if they're connected with you, if they understand you, relate to you. And then if not, call the front desk and ask if anyone else has availability. I promise you that therapists will understand it happens where we don't connect all the time and that's okay. And again, it's really important for you as the client to feel seen, to feel heard and validated over everything else. That connection and compassion is what is going to really help you on this journey to healing and growth. And with that, I want you to go ahead and ponder all of these questions, see where it takes you, and go from there. <laughs>